Other, even smaller children were waiting their turns for the merry-go-round, jumping up and down and cheering for the powerful conductor who, with his strong arms and methodical concentration, was whirling the contraption around at the speed of light. One of the girls on board was begging Timothy to stop, but her giddy laughter made it clear that stopping was the last thing she wanted. Timothy had a different future in store than his father, who at his age had been timid and shy around everyone. The girl's turn on the merry-go-round ended. They staggered off, reeling with dizziness, to Timothy's delight. He stayed on to continue working the central wheel, pretending not to be dizzy, waiting for the next two victims of boyish brawn and centrifugal force. He was born to play lord of the merry-go-round. A boy and a girl, smaller than the previous pair of kids, took the two open spaces, one on either side of Timothy. He gave them instructions, though Ted couldn't hear them very well from so far away. The children stopped smiling as they heard the long list of warnings, as if they were about to take their first trip on a dangerous roller coaster. From where Ted sat, he could also see the tree with the tire swing that had caught his attention when he was in the office. Compared with the rest of the yard, this old rubber tire looked even more out of place than it had before. He couldn't say he really knew the woman of the house, but from the little he had seen of her, such as when she fussed over the guests, including him, she seemed concerned about appearances above all. And that tire swing, visible from every window in the living room, seemed like an odd letter of introduction for a house that oozed perfection. At the moment, the tire swayed gently back and forth. A few feet from the tree, two women sat on a bench. Maybe they were there to supervise the children, but they seemed much more interested in their own lively conversation. Ted saw them in profile because they had turned to face each other. A girl no more than a year old, in a white dress with red polka dots, toddled around them, falling and standing up again. Ted alternated his attention between the swinging tire and the toddler who was learning to walk. She was holding on to the bench or clutching at the air, lurching forward in clumsy steps that always ended with her sitting on the grass. She laughed to herself and babbled to her mother, whether or not the woman was listening. The tire seemed to be swinging more vigorously than before. How could that be? Nobody had touched it. The toddler had homed in on a tiny flower, studying it for the longest time, kneeling next to it, moving her lips, perhaps asking whether she could pick it, finally picking it carefully, grasping its slender stem with chubby fingers. She gave it to her mother, who accepted it with hardly a glance. If the flower had been a lit stick of dynamite, the woman would have taken it with exactly the same smile. Thank you, sweetie. The toddler, apparently satisfied by this minimal encouragement, smoothed her dress and set off on a new trek. The tire was definitely moving in a much wider arc than before. It would have taken quite a gust of wind to make it swing like that, and even from inside the house, Ted could see that the wind was barely blowing. There was something dangling from the tire, something that hadn't been there before. At first he thought it was a snake, but then the face of the possum peeked through the hole in the center of the tire. Its tail hung below. 
The possum stared straight at Ted, who jumped involuntarily. Trisha Pendergast noticed and frowned. Ted pretended it had been his cell phone. He took it out, looked at it, put it back in his pocket. He focused his attention on the tire. His eyes met those of the vile vermin. Bits and pieces of his dream came back to him as the possum gnawed the tire with its sharp little teeth, never taking its eyes off the window, off Ted. The toddler wandered dangerously near the animal, holding her little arms straight out in front of her, ready for a stumble that never came. Ted sprang to his feet and in two strides was at the window. He stopped, aware that the conversation in the room had halted and that several faces had turned to look at him. The possum climbed to the top of the tire, holding on with its front paws, its claws were terrible.